Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. My guest today is my friend Bill Samuels, and he's here. He's here to discuss his thoughts on the race for Attorney General in New York State. So I think the the uh, race for the top spots in 2022. Is going to be very interesting. What's your thoughts, Bill? Well, let's take Zephyr Teachout first. Okay. She's more than qualified. She's very bright, and she fits the job perfectly. On the other hand, for some reason, she just doesn't connect. Uh, she lost the governor's race. She re- lost a congressional race. Right. And she lost an attorney general's race. She's not connecting with the voters. And she doesn't connect with me. Uh, as much as I respect her, because she's so talented, uh, somehow she comes across as an elitist, and she doesn't follow up. I'll give you a quick example. I had a little radio show for over a year focusing mm-hmm. on the Constitutional Convention. I knew her extremely well. So when we call her to be on the show, she doesn't even return the call. You just don't do that. So she's very qualified. She do a. I would support her uh, if she ran. But I think my experience is the same type of reason she's lost all of her races. Let's let's talk a little bit about the races you just mentioned. Did you really think? that she could have possibly won against Cuomo once she ran for governor? No, nobody did. And she did well. And she was had a great reputation afterwards. But what happened in the um, congressional race? What happened in the attorney general race? That's different. And she lost both of those convincingly. I'm not quite... Excuse me. I'm not quite sure about the race for Congress, but in the Attorney General's race, I think that if Sean Patrick Maloney was not in the race, she could have won. I think. Yeah, I think that's um, true. Right, and I, I think Cuomo's Machiavellian ways persuaded Maloney to run. He said that it would take away votes uh, from Zephyr, so Zephyr would not pull it off. Would you agree well, with that? I think that's true. But but no, I, I don't agree or disagree. But the congressional race is a perfect example. If Zephyr were running on the west side of Manhattan, she'd connect. But she was in a district of very normal people, hard-working workers. And she right. came across as an elitist, I'm telling you. Uh, there's something wrong. And when she doesn't connect with someone like me, who's very politically involved, that tells you something, you know. So anyway, that's my opinion. So you think it was her attitude? Yes. I think and, she's oh, an elitist. And I don't think she, and you know, she's very close when she perceives someone as very powerful. 
But if they're not, you know, she doesn't return phone calls. Doesn't mean she wouldn't be a great attorney general. This, I'm just mm-hmm. saying there is something wrong. You lose three races, you lose three races. So when she lost for um, for attorney general last time around, were you surprised? Because it was a squeaker, don't you think? I wasn't surprised. Uh, the The fact is that she got beat with someone who does connect with people and connects with other politicians. Zephyr doesn't connect with a, a lot of the existing power structure. They just don't like her, like me. Um, so you you don't think that she fits in in New York politics? That's what no, you're I don't, actually No, saying. I don't think, I think this is the state, if she fits in anywhere. That district she ran in is, is America, and she doesn't fit in. It has nothing to do with New York. She'd be uh-huh. great in a cabinet position around a lot of smart people, smart people that would have to work with her, would like her, okay? Um, mm-hmm. So that's a different level. You know, she's an academic. That tells you a lot. She'll fit in very well in an academic setting. But with the average voter who's America, she doesn't, she doesn't connect. That's why she's losing. So I mean, I think she can you... win the race. I think she can mm-hmm. win the race because mm-hmm. I don't know who, would, who will oppose her even, you know. Okay. Well, anyway, I've said um, what I have to say. I, she's not my favorite person to be attorney general, but very qualified. Okay, so when she when she first ran for governor the first time in her first race, did you know her before she declared her candidacy? Because I know you bent over backwards to help her. Did you know well, her at all? Be- be- she asked. No, not well. I did not. And she asked me to be her lieutenant governor candidate before Tim Wu. Okay? And I said no. And part of the reason I said no, I sensed by then. I, everyone knew she would lose. But I didn't have this warm feeling about her. But she did well in that race. Everyone hated Cuomo, so it was easy to do well. You know? Mm-hmm. Her mm-hmm. true personality. And I'm not the only one that feels this way. I, I have friends that just feel that uh, she's not warm and fuzzy, you know. She's, you know. Wow. So let's talk about the potential for for next year. Um, okay. It looks like Tish James might get into the race. It looks I don't like think so. she might. Oh, go you ahead, Jermani she... Williams. I think that's a joke. Yes. So you think that Kathy Hochul will will have clear sailing? I don't know. Uh, Tish James is very, very talented. Everyone agrees she's done a very decent job as Attorney General. Um, she's a lawyer. She fits there well. I hope she does not run, not because um, of... Uh, Kathy Hochul, 
I just think this is a good job for her, and she could have it for life. And I think she'd be smart to do it. Uh, doesn't mean she doesn't beat Kathy Hoko, but she also might lose. And then what's she do, you know? So I hope she, I, I think, I did, if, she, if I were her advisor, I'd say you got a great job that you're great at, stay there. You know, stop and think about this, Cynthia. We have three, we have a woman governor. We have an attorney general who's a woman. We have Zephyr. This is incredible to have so many talented women running for the top offices. So mm-hmm. I think she should stay put uh, for both those reasons. You know, I think, I remember, I was an early supporter of hers. I've worked with her on her 501C committee. She's a mm-hmm. great lawyer. She's a great speaker. She's not a great manager, which is what a governor does, okay? Not that she wouldn't do a decent job, um, but but uh, I think she should stay where she is, and, I we you know, we ought to let Kathy Hochul do the job. And, uh, I mean, the idea that in 2024 and 2022 we have one woman taking on another woman after all of these years, you know, we finally have a city council that's a majority women. We have a woman governor, a woman uh, attorney general. Let's not start running against each other. So these are your feelings. It's not what you're hearing on the street, right? Anything that I'm hearing comes from reading the Post and the New York Times. Okay. But I think think the man on the street doesn't know Hochul or uh, Tish James very well. Uh, So it would be a wide open primary and the person with the most money would would do very well. I mean, the insiders know them both, but their name recognition is very low. But Kathy Hochul has been um, lieutenant governor for a while. You don't think people know her name? No, 2%, Mammy. Literally, 3%. That's not saying much for political savviness of New Yorkers, right? No, I don't agree with that. People don't know their lieutenant governor. They're rarely on TV. Uh, they get very little exposure. Uh, and I, I think that's perfectly normal. If you went around the country, maybe you get to 5%. They only start getting well, exposure when when there's a job open. She started to get exposure only when people thought she might become governor. Okay. I just read where um, Andrew Cuomo told Kathy Hochul a little bit before all of the scandals that he wanted her to step down. If that was the case, if that was was the case and Cuomo was not involved with all of these scandals, who do you think he would have? Who do you think you would have picked? A, a black person, a minority, versus a white woman from upstate New York. Okay. Okay. That could be Hispanic. So you, 
he picked he picked okay. he, he pick a minority to balance the ticket, and if, assuming he did that, uh, he'd win a fourth term if it weren't for the female scandal. Well, when all the, all the scandal came out with Cuomo, and I know you don't like him, but was there any part of the scandal or his resignation that surprised you? No. Nothing. I, I took him on. I've got to remember, my father ran for governor. Mario Cuomo was his lieutenant governor. I know the Cuomos very well. Mm-hmm. And Andrew's always been a bully. He's always been a manipulative person who lies. Okay? Um, and uh, nothing that he would do would surprise me. He has no real sense of humor, um, but it doesn't make any difference. Uh, if it weren't for the scandal, he gets reelected, I think. And he could have served a fourth or fifth term, right? Yeah, who knows? He loves doing this. Uh, his father ran for the fourth term and lost, so Andrew would love, you know, to get a fourth term. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the Trump thing, it makes it very hard for Andrew to lose. Uh, if it were years before Trump, just like Pataki won and beat Cuomo, Cuomo could have been beaten for a fourth term. But there's so much anti-Republican segment in New York because of Trump. Uh, uh, the Republicans can't put up a candidate because if they do, He's going to be asked all of these questions about Trump, and he loses no matter what he says. Okay, so you knew you knew um, Mario Cuomo. Yes. Okay, so do you think you know Mario Cuomo to this day is put up on a pedestal? Right. Do you think think a lot of the traits that Andrew has, he had gotten from his father. No, he's not as bright as his father. He's a better manager than his father, uh, but he's not an, as nice a person as his father. His father couldn't manage anything. Uh, that was his weakness. You know, he was a good speaker, and he'd take normally the right positions. And... But I think he will go down as an above-average governor in terms of his ability to really run the state. But he served three terms. He must have done something right. Oh, yeah, of course he did. And so did Rockefeller and others that have served three terms. Rockefeller served four terms. He got well, elected he for the his... fourth. Then he resigned right. and went to Washington as VP. Right, right. So I I really think that the race next year in 2022 is going to be interesting. Um, from what I see, what I read, what I observe, I think that Tish James is going to go for the golden ring. Well, it'd be a daring move on her part. You know, she could win, okay. but... 
that a lot of people will not like two good women running against each other after all these years. So there'll be some backlog, uh, backlash, not because people are anti-Tish, but they'll just say, come on, you know, we shouldn't have two women running against each other after all of these years of not having any, you know, woman at the top, women at the top. But who knows what would happen? It'd be a race. But she might lose. Tish might lose. Then what's she going to do? I guess join a law firm or something. Um, that's an interesting um, assessment. And this it, is Germani it, Williams you, you mentioned. I love Germani. Everybody does. He's, you know, but he's not governor material, you know. He's great on the issues. He's courageous. People really like him, but he's he's not a, he's not a governor. He he would be a great congressional candidate. Uh, you know, something that's all policy and talking, but not managing whole state bureaucracy. I think he'd be lucky to get twenty percent of the vote. So you think he's ego driven? Totally. Okay, he so if, totally and and unrealistic, you know. So if, if Tish James runs, do you see Jamani Williams getting in the race? No, I, I think it's naive. No, does he run if he's the only person? You know, he might, he might, but he'll get creamed. Okay. Now, you know, you mentioned the the Republicans. I don't see anybody on the Republican side who would wage a successful campaign against an incumbent Democrat. No. So if, if all of this stuff had not hit the fan, do you think it was a slam dunk for Cuomo? to get a fourth term. Yes. You do. So with I mean, his behavior... He's not... Go ahead. If this was when Pataki ran against Cuomo, okay, Cuomo could get mm-hmm. beat. Uh, they had a decent Republican and people were didn't want a fourth term. The Republican... It's not that Andrew wouldn't be beatable. He'd be not he you can't beat him in in a Trump era. People are so mad in this democratic state. The idea of electing a Republican and sending a signal to the country that you know that the Republicans are back. No, no one wants that. So no, he can't be beat. When was the last time you spoke to Andrew Cuomo? Oh God, years ago. Really? He, uh, I was going to run for lieutenant governor, and he made a deal with me. I was interested in constitutional reform. He would make me vice chair of his campaign. He would give me a staff of five funded by uh, the Democrats to work on constitutional change for the Constitutional Convention, you know, coming up. Um that staff would work out of the New York Democratic offices, 
et cetera, et cetera. Kathy Hochul was who he wanted. Uh, Kathy called me, and we had lunch, and with tears in her eyes, she said, Bill, this is a job I really want, and I'd be good at it. You know, I wish you'd give some thinking. And I gave some thinking and, and moved aside, and Andrew, except for calling me when my mother died, didn't live up to one of his promises. He's just a liar. So you think when Cuomo first picked Kathy Hochul, he liked her from from what I, I've been reading. I don't think they were. Well, she's very, very likable. Well, he, he wanted a woman. He wanted a woman. And Kathy is experienced, a former congressional one. She's from the Buffalo area. Uh, yeah, I think he, but, you know, he viewed the lieutenant governor slot as a nothing job. The guy that uh, preceded Kathy from Rochester, New York, Bob Duffy, a wonderful man. Just an incredible man. He didn't run again because there was nothing to do. You know, it isn't like Obama used Biden a lot. Andrew does everything himself, and that was just the balance of the ticket for the election, and it wasn't Kathy. She, he treated Bob Duffy the same. But Bob Duffy and Andrew Cuomo were still kind of chummy, whereas I don't think there's much of a relationship between Kathy Hochul and Andrew Cuomo. Would you agree? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I only know I've read in the papers, which is what you said, but I don't have any personal knowledge of that. Okay. I just know, so, just like Kathy balanced his t- ticket as a woman, because that was those were major issues then, he, he would dump mm-hmm. her, not whether he likes her or not. Uh, his thing is, how do I get the liberal vote, you know, because I'm not as popular as I once was. I better pick a minority. Mm. So you've been out of New York State for how many years now? About two and a half. Do you miss the rat race? Sure. Absolutely. I love it. I attack the bad people all the time. You know, I'm not afraid of anything. Okay. So do you think you'll have some kind of a role in 2022? No, I don't think so. I'm 78. Um, My wife loves uh, Newport. And, you know, I did my thing for well over a decade, enjoyed it, um, made a contribution. Mm -hmm. uh, But I've retired, you know. I'm not like you, Cynthia. Who's a workaholic? <laughs> but but it's it's a hobby. I don't get paid for it. Well, that's true. Yeah. So I want to I want to um, put you in the hot seat. Who do you okay. think the Who do you think the Republican candidate for governor is going to be, and why? Well, I don't know. I know Zelton you know, from Suffolk County. I don't know him well. Uh, and I'm certainly not enthusiastic about him. But he might be he might be able to appeal to the Trump base more than some of the alternatives who are a little more moderate. Um, the, uh, the guy from Westchester, Astorino, would be 
is is clearly more moderate and wouldn't be as associated with Trump. And I think he'd be, a, like Pataki, a perfectly decent candidate. Who else is, might be in the race? I don't know. Sheldon seems like he's, you know, the front runner. And, yep. and if he is he's the front the, runner, if he is the front runner, I don't see him uh, appealing to a vast amount of people in this state. Would you agree? No, I, because he's not even a moderate Republican. He's done a lot of Trump uh, loving. I think he gets creamed. I don't even know why he wants to run unless he doesn't care whether he's in office or not. He's in a um, congressional seat that is probably easy for him to keep running. I don't get it. Hoko will have more money than he has, and people are mm-hmm. going to be for a woman uh, in that race. You know, the, the whole era of women becoming more powerful in our state it's time has come. People have worked on it for ages. Uh, I formed right. something called 21 and 21 years ago and funded it uh, to elect in 21, 21 women. And we exceeded that. And that's an effort and an idea that I championed. No one gives me credit for it, but I did it. And so I've watched this role of women becoming, finally getting their due. It's happened. It's happened in the city council. And it's happened in Albany. And that's why I'm against the women fighting each other. You know, let's enjoy. It would be one thing if you had a terrible governor in Hochul. It would be one thing if you had a terrible attorney general in Tish James. But they're perfectly decent. And for Zephyr to uh, even think about taking on um, uh, Tish James, that would be outrageous and would prove that's what's wrong with her. She's driven just by ego. I don't think she will. Uh, she's got a baby now. You know, she teaches. She got, you know, she got beat before. Maybe she would have won if, if what's-his-name wasn't in the race. But she can't beat Tish James. Just can't beat but, but, But her, she has said that if Tish James runs for governor, then she right. would definitely run for attorney general. So it will yeah, be two win. different offices. Yeah, that's right. And if that happens, remember I said Zephyr would be a very good attorney general, maybe mm-hmm. better than any of the candidates. She's extremely, not only bright, she's very knowledgeable in some of the issues. So that's not the issue with her. And and if Tis James were out of the race, I think, Zephyr will get a lot of newspaper endorsements, you know, because she's more intellectual and the Times would love her. Um, But again, I predict that our Attorney General, Tish James, does not run. We'll see. Okay. I'll take you up on that. So we'll talk again about that. Uh, So you've been listening to... Good. You've been listening to Bill Samuels, um, and you have no political activity at all in your life, right? Well, I have a little up here, but, you know, um, my main thing is I support you. But not New York? No. 
Okay. Got this, so you've been, you've been listening to Bill Samuels. I'm Cynthia Pooler. This is Focus on Albany. If you like this show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Bill, it's always great talking to you. Have a great day. Enjoy the holidays if we don't talk. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you.